This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Day two of the joint practices between the New England Patriots and the Green Bay Packers from a field outside of Lambeau Field that almost sort of makes it look like they're playing outside of a high school in a lot of ways. It was an uh, unusual look for day one. The Patriots had their moments. So did the Packers. Some players shined. Some players had their struggles. But is to be expected a few weeks out from the season while integrating new players, rookies, and so much more. But the Zeke was in the house, and the Zeke is one of the few players that actually addresses something that is on the top of the mind of my co-host Andy Hart, depth or a lack thereof as the New England Patriots head into the 2023 season. And this shall be the topic on Breaking Boston for Thursday, August 17th, 2023. It's your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens and Andy Jumbo Hart. Andy, we could spend hours you know, days talking about Mac Jones, talking about Tom Brady, finally saying he's the greatest of all time, how he tries to emulate him and wants to be able to replicate the success that he experienced here for two decades. Spoiler alert. He probably won't be able to. We can talk. (laughs) I'm just giving him a fair shake. That's all. I remember I'm staying in my lane. I'm being hopeful, being Patriots positive at at every turn or whenever possible. We could talk so this about is, the- this is Mac Jones third year as starter. By this time, Brady had two Super Bowl rings or uh, about what, to get his second. He, he was uh, no entering his third season. Yeah, we started as starter. He started 01, 02 and 03. This is the starter, year he won his yes, second not Super Bowl. Third, yeah, now he was in the that, midst yeah. of a dynasty. And 2003, by the way, was uh, and as Gresham Fourier have been doing on their midday program, um, as I had a chance to talk about with our friend Mike Dussault for another upcoming Dynamite podcast series coming up from the New England Patriots. Uh, 2003 was a stunningly memorable season. There were so many great games during that season, like really, really terrific games. But again, another topic for another day. We could talk about the injustices uh, served to Robert Kraft because the legend of Buddy Parker looks like he will be going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame as contributor, not Robert Kraft. Gee whiz, if only Robert Kraft had been the most influential figure in football over the last 30 years, maybe someone would pay attention to him. But we digress. The Patriots roster, Andy. Yesterday, we saw some of the places of depth or lack thereof shine, like Devontae Parker having one of his best days. Granted, it was in pretend time for the Patriots connecting with Mac Jones. Mac Jones having a day for himself as well. 
but well, then until it after, fell apart. Until it fell apart. It was he started he started hot, then it fell apart. It's kind of like most of our to then it returned to sack, sack, penalty, sack, penalty. Yes, exactly. Return of the Mac turned into return of the sack. I have a feeling we'll be running with that one a few times this year. And it's just sort of like most of our broadcasts. Hot start, <laughs> tough finish. That's but fair. That's fair. It's fair enough. However, uh, places on the roster that were hurt yesterday included the secondary, which seemed to struggle a good deal yesterday, including Gonzo. Um, some of the other corners had some issues throughout the day. But m- more importantly, beyond how, how they uh, sharpen their teeth or cut their teeth and sharpen their game in advance of the season, you're concerned with the lack of depth. Now, I know you've said before here and on Six Rings and beyond, how do the Patriots – end up with usually if you have a lot of stars you don't have depth because you pay for the top heavy stars or if you have a lot of depth chances are you built a very utilitarian solid middle ground of a team and the patriots find themselves kind of in between both of those like they they kind of have neither right now this doesn't this doesn't give me confidence heading into the season no and you know i'd go back to the first day of training camp when matt grow brought up the uh, famed Patriots uh, philosophy in the personnel department of we're not collecting talent. We're building a team. Well, okay. I mean, that's been around Mm -hmm. for 20 plus years. Scott Pioli used to love to trumpet that. Now I disagreed with it because I think back then they collected a lot of really good talent. They're called hall of famers and all pros and, and goats and all those things. Um, But if you, if you are building a team, isn't part of building a team, not collecting talent, having depth and having the ability to, Oh, we have an injury here. Next man up, he'll be fine. I just don't see a lot of that. I think we've talked, I like to use the house of cards term for certain Mm -hmm. positions where, but, you know, like cornerback, they lack depth. They lack proven Mm -hmm. talent. I mean, and part of it is being exacerbated by Jonathan Jones continuing to go from, hey, they're managing his load to, hey, where the hell is Jonathan Jones and why has he been out for so long? He's been out for like... He's been out for, this is a perfect example. Like Christian Gonzalez needs to get some run to get ready to possibly start his rookie season in the NFL. Oh, no. He'll start. No possible about it. He'll start. Because he's going to have, and start. So, you're pork and screwed. Yeah. And Jack Jones as well. Jack Jones is likely going to start as well. He too makes a great play and then comes up and acts like a knucklehead and almost gets it. Like, I, I'm telling you, there's acts, zero chance. No acts. Is. Is. It, yes. At no act is. That sounds like a Yodaism. Uh, <laughs> There's a very good chance. I'm betting right now. I don't know if our friends over at FanDuel have an odd on this. Does Jack Jones play more than 11 games this season? I'm betting no. Mm, that's a um, that's a good number you set. A little more. 11 than and a half. half. 11 and a half. 11 and a half, Andy. Always got always to put a hook in there. I would say no, because you, you forget all the off the field stuff. You also have the fact that he's sort of a uh, undersized, frail built cornerback. So you could even just mm-hmm. have injuries as a concern before you get into legal issues because I've kind of accepted that the legal thing is going to drag its feet and probably won't be decided until after this season, however that plays mm-hmm. out. So right. a suspension might be an issue next year from the NFL, depending on mm-hmm. how things play out. But yeah, like just a suspension from the team, like every time he does anything, it, it always feels like it comes with a little side serving of now, what are you doing? <laughs> like you right. make a great play. Oh, you pretend to kick the ball into the crowd. Oh, that's stupid. In a game uh-huh. that might cost you 15 yards. Like, oh, uh-huh. you make a great play. You get in somebody's mm-hmm. face. Oh, great. That'll cost us 15. So there's a little, but again, you're beholden to him. You need him. He's your starting. There's nobody else. Right. So 
Um, Marcus Jones got cooked at practice yesterday. Now I'm starting to believe that you may be right, that Marcus Jones may be better served as a special teamer and an offensive weapon. He's had a tough game no cornerback. about it. He's not a very good corner. He's not a he's not a high-end oh. cornerback. He's a mediocre at best cornerback, in my opinion, and I think that's been obvious for a year and a half now, you know, despite what you may read at some of the more uh, propagandistic uh, websites and blogs across the internet. He is what he is. But is that AndyGreshDaily.com? Yeah. <laughs> Cornerback is not the only position. Like we see the offensive line being really bad because the hot, the, the starters, I won't even call them high end. Cause I don't know if some of them are even high end, but the starters, the projected starters can't be out there and it all falls apart. Zeke is the perfect example. You go into a preseason game where you're not going to play Ramondre Stevenson and your options are JJ Taylor, who is what he is at this point in his career. And Two second-year players who I think face as many questions as they do face, you know, propaganda. I don't know how many mm -hmm. lovers there are of Pierre Strong and Kevin Harris at this point. Pierre Strong now dealing with an injury. So you, we talked about it all along. You needed a veteran back. You got Zeke. He shows up. I'm not sure whether he's playing guard or running back because he looks rather <laughs> um, oversized at this point. He looks f fulfilled. Uh, which makes me wonder. Yep. How big was Leonard Fournette that he wasn't even on their radar because he showed right. up to a workout overweight? Like he must be massive, a at balloon, this point. like ballooned out at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. But, I mean, Zeke will so, get in shape in time for the season. He'll be fine. Oh yeah, no problems here. It'll be fine. No problem. I actually thought he looked pretty good catching the ball yesterday. Like he, did. he looked relatively athletic. He did uh -huh. not look like the memes making the rounds on the internet of that really fat guy with like a half shirt on falling on his face on a football right. field. No, no, that he didn't look that laugh. bad. Yeah, that made me laugh. But we're going to need a lot of those, the by the way, to get through the season this year. We're going to be like, we're going to be like, they like the uh, talking about the Jets. They may be the dream team. The Patriots may have to be the meme team for us to enjoy this season. Yep. Sometimes you need to laugh so you don't cry. And that may be the story of the Patriots season. But getting back to the the big picture question. Depth. So you you don't have a lot of stars, right? Matthew Judon is kind of your only true star. What was he 33? third on the top 100 by NFL That's Network. Right. Yep. He snuck into the uh, Jeremy Fowler ESPN top 10 rankings at like eight, I think. Beyond that, who are your star? Like Ramondre Stevenson, we all love and we think is a rising star. And maybe this conversation feels a little different at the end of the year if you turn him into a star. But there's aren't we I, I'm being told the Patriots have Mac Jones on a rookie contract. And mm -hmm. that, I've been told, is the most valuable thing in all of sports because it allows you to fill out your roster with high-priced players at other positions. And yet, I don't see a lot of high-priced players. Okay, I can accept that. Bill's not into high-priced players. Bill's not going to overpay. Bill's going to build a deep roster. With now I'm being told in this year, different year, different uh, producer, saying they're not deep anywhere and oh. they're relying on rookies and moffies and so's and reefs all over the roster. The right. one place you can say that they are deep is the defensive front. Absolutely. They're deep. They're good. They're young. They're, mm -hmm. they have everything on the – everywhere else is like – Curran was talking about this when I filled in on, on uh, Gresham Fourier the other day. Like, especially on offense, tight end, even wide receiver isn't overly deep. It has that group of complementary twos and threes, right? The receivers mm -hmm. we all talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. But there's still a wide open spot for at least Demario Douglas or Kayshawn Booty to be the fifth receiver. Like even that isn't overly deep. And I just was this by design? Is there did everything just kind of accidentally? Well, we did this, so this and then, huh? 
and you scratch your head, how did we get here? Like, I don't want to say it's roster mismanagement, but it feels a little like roster mismanagement. I mean, there's one thing to be said about trying to build a roster in Belichickian capacity that has a strong middle class. That's sure. something we heralded and pointed to and lauded him for, for the better part of the double dynastic run. Like there's he always someone that, yeah. And the funny thing wrong is along the time, like it, they, they had, the, they had stars and also uh, they stars, had the they great, had Hall of Famers. They had the great, yeah, I know. Like no one's get like, we're not taught, like we don't pay enough deference to the Brewskis and the McGinnis and the yes. Rables and the Think Matt what Lights those guys and the Seymours and the Laws. Like, like, this team could use the forget the, uh, Brady is the goat won't be replicated. I'm not talking about Brady. I'm talking about the fact that you always had a pro bowl slash all pro receiver, essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was Moss, whether it was Troy Brown, whether it was Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, Branch, like Welker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All along the way or tight end. You had Grunt. Like we're trying to talk ourselves into, Ooh, Mike Kosicki is going to be a 12 touchdown. No, he's not. And, Gronk did that because Gronk was great. Gasicki is who he is as a middling tight end. And I just, it, it's frustrating. Hell, even Ben Watson was better than the tight ends that we have on the roster at this point now. Yes. Early yes. Ben Watson. Don't, like we sleep on early Ben Watson. I've been watching some cutups recently because like a lot of Patriots fans, Andy crazy thing. I have this trouble. I keep living in the past. <laughs> well, you know what? The past was better. <laughs> uh, also, there was uh, there was Ben. Glory Gold. days. It you know who's ben coming to Gillette? Yeah, Bruce. Appropriately so, Bruce. Glory Bruce. days will return to Gillette. I promise. It's the it's the column I wrote like five months ago. But the only way Glory days are returning uh, is if you go to the Bruce Springsteen concert. Oh, uh, and the wink of a young girl's eye. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, no, it was Ben Coates' birthday on Wednesday, and I got caught up in some Ben Coates highlights. That oh, dude, unreal. That, he he would be. He doesn't even get enough. Nope. He would be the best tight end in the NFL right now. Um, I think there's a legitimate comparison, contrast, whatever you want to call it, with Gronk, who is now, by most fans, accepted as the greatest. I think if Ben had played with Tom Brady, the championship era, made some of these plays against the Colts or the Ravens in big playoff games, things of that nature, I think Ben Coates, first of all, would be in the Hall of Fame a long time ago, and mm -hmm. Ben Coates would be a, a name on the tips of tongues of people about Patriots legends, all-time greats. He just unfortunately played in a different era, got the absolute snot kicked out of him because Bledsoe was like, hey, when in doubt, throw to Coates. There's three Hospital guys ball. Hospital ball. Right. When in doubt, throw to Coates. He was the option. I know. But, uh, yeah, I just – when you look at the roster, like you've got Hunter Henry and at tight end right now with mild, uh, mild Gesicki, I was going to call him for the mild dislocation, as they were calling it, of his shoulder. That's not great. Yesterday, the offensive line – Whistles galore, as we're now going to call them. The bum, the the bum fight or hobo rumble is over. It's whistles galore now because I know that sounds like somebody James Bond came onto in a movie, but they're having issues all over the line because there's Mafia's getting penalties, So's getting penalties, So's over at right tackle, Reef is kicking into guard. Like again, it that's not what the line is supposed to look like September 10th, but they've had line issues for the better part of two years now. They just can't keep these guys healthy and they can't pick a damn line and line continuity was one of the keys to the last time this team made a deep playoff run the 2018 season which ended in a super bowl against the rams the There's other thing that was key and who's a linebacker by the way who's plays linebacker on this team Jawan bentley and that's it I, I can literally name one linebacker 
Adrian Phillips, Kyle Duggar, Kyle Duggar, Julia Jabril Peppers, uh, Marty you know, Bapu. And that's another example of a position that I would argue that position is almost symbolic of the overall roster. Jawan Bentley is a good, not great player, and they mm-hmm. have no depth. So they don't have a high-end guy. because so And fine. he's getting $9 million to be good, not great. You know, mm-hmm. people like we spend more on special teams, or they spend more. I'm not going to be that guy. They spend more on special teams than any other team. We, what position do you play? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We went 8-9 last year, but this is uh, – stop it. All right. You get it. Yeah, like, they're good. Yeah, like – you say he's he's good, not great. He can come up with plays at times, but is he a ten million dollar a year guy? Probably not. I don't no. know. Yeah. No, I don't really want to. And that's that's just the the frustration. And I think what magnifies it is, and this is what I got into a fight with um, Andy Gresh on the radio because he's very defensive of this topic. Show me a team that has depth in the NFL. I said, wait a minute, you're not listening to the entire argument. It's not teams that don't have depth. It's teams that don't have stars or depth because he fixates on the AFC East. I know for a fact the other three teams in the AFC East have stars. Like I've said, they're, mm-hmm. they're well-told star quarterback making a lot of money, star receiver making a lot of money, star edge rusher, star this, multiple star receivers that they build their offense around, all of that. Star corners, yep. Patriots don't – it's Judon. Judon is their star that with his fresh new – uh, pendant that Kendrick Bourne gave him, which I hope um, he can use this time next year because I have questions about him wanting to wear a Patriot logo next year when he realizes, oh. wait a minute. Wait, wait, you advanced me salary last year and now you're not planning on giving me any more because I'm a little older and like, I I don't know where the long-term star power is. Even if they sign, let's say, Kyle Duggar. Mm-hmm. Kyle Duggar has not taken the step to all pro or pro bowler. He's a good player. Like, I like mm-hmm. his game. He's a good player player do you th- believe him capable do you believe kyle duggar capable of that though um no of being a, a of being a pro bowler yes anything beyond that i've kind of given up though. i'm not real big on like the year four jump and generally if guys are going to be nfl stars they're stars pretty quickly right like they come in they take one year to give you a flash and then maybe year two they'll become a star it's hard to become a star in the middle of your career i'm not saying it doesn't happen I just don't think it's the most likely route. Like Sauce Gardner is an example. Dude's a star. Came in, said, I'm a star. A lot of these pass rushers, these Boses and Watson guys come in Mm -hmm. and prove I'm a star. Like Mm -hmm. you kind of just are. People, Derwin James. I think people in San Diego. uh, Well, yeah, it was San Diego. Los Los Diego. Yeah. Um, Like they knew he was a star and he's become a star for that team. He's been paid like a star. He's a great player when healthy. Right. I think Kyle Duggar is a good player, good, not great. And so I don't know if there's any great players on the roster. And some of the ones that I think could be great haven't done it yet, right? Christian Mm -hmm. Barmore should be great. I think he should be Mm -hmm. filling in the greatness level on this roster. Or even Mac Jones, right? Year three, quarterback, first-round pick, should be elevating himself into greatness. I don't know if he is, and he's trying to, you know, reach the standard or, or pass along the standard that Tom Brady set. Bad news for you, buddy. You ain't <laughs> not right now. Anyway, <laughs> you would, th- you would think the way that the Patriots, uh, one pl- and one, one final note, one spot that they might actually have some depth at right now. And this will be a, uh, we'll call it a storyline of intrigue in the mind of Andy Hart as camp progresses. And we head towards the start of the 2023 season. seems like we have a little depth and competition at the old kicker spot. Big Nick is not going gently into that good night. He's given Chad Ryland a run for his money. Yeah, and one of the few places I don't really want competition is kicker. (laughs) I can only use one. (laughs) 
I just need I, one of you jackasses. Right. To just I would love to them have all that. between the poles. Right. There's two tackles. There's three linebackers. There's three corners. Those places I'd love to have competition in depth because I can play multiple guys if you're all worthy of being on the field. Still no can't have a multiple kicker formation. I mean, I guess you could. Like, all right. Would that be funny? Would that be funny if I can't believe we're this is what it's coming down to now in the yeah, AFC East? We're dreaming of the laugh that it would be like. Remember last year, the ring around the rosy formation that the Chiefs yep. did? Um, Side note, as a flag football coach this fall, I may or may not try to duplicate some of that just to piss off some of the local coaches down here. I'm sure I'll, I absolutely should. Well, we're not going to have the most talent by any stretch, but we're going to have trickeration. stinks, so. (laughs) Come on. Point being, wouldn't it be funny if, could the Patriots find a way to have two, one snapper, two holders and two kickers? Absolutely. Or. That would be kickoffs. (laughs) How about just kickoffs? Bill puts both of them out there. And afterwards, uh, why did you have Ryland and Folk on the field? We did what we thought was in the best interest of the team. We put our best 11 out there. Their best 11 special teamers could include two kickers. (laughs) Okay. This right here, we'll leave on that note. If (laughs) two kickers highlights your lack of depth and your best 11 on the field, if Chad Ryland and Nick Folk end up being top 10 Patriots, raggy. we're in a whole heaping load of trouble. This bears this merits watching. This bears interest. We'll keep both eyes on this one as the Patriots continue joint practices this week and, of course, next week against the Titans. Don't forget, Saturday night, 8-15, Patriots versus Packers, the pretend season game number two of 2023. How much run will Mac Jones get? Will Malik the Freak get a couple of meaningful snaps under center as well? Will any of the wide receivers acquit themselves can any of these corners hold up against the Packers fleet of offensive talent so many questions and how many other storylines will we address on the latest six rings and football things podcast this conversation will be continued later there today and throughout the week so you're going to want to subscribe to that give us a holler as the kids like to say smash that subscribe button tell your friends all about it this is breaking Boston we'll talk to you later on six rings and football things good thing for uh the Odyssey Boston uh podcasting department We've got depth. Actually, no, we don't. It's just us. Just us. Just us. We're the two kickers. (laughs) Am I Ryland and your folk or...